Live to see it, friends, and welcome to Adjacent Realities. I'm Phil Bowermaster, and we're continuing our discussion of reality, possibility, and the future. I said last time that we have a misunderstanding to clear up, so let's get into that. When talking about the possible, from the outset, it's important that we confront the big lie. There's a big lie that often goes with any discussion of what's possible. Now, unlike many big lies, this one is not always offered with the intent to deceive. At least, there's not a malicious intent. When we say this lie to others, we're usually trying to be encouraging. And hey, in a world where we can always use a little more encouragement, that doesn't seem like such a bad thing. This is a lie we've all heard. Most of us have probably said it. And some of us, unfortunately, probably say it all the time. But starting today, I'd like to invite you never to tell this lie again. And if you hear someone else say it, I hope you will recognize it for the lie that it is. Oh, and by the way, if you do hear it and you do recognize that it's a lie, you can just think, no, that's not right. There's no need to set anybody straight. There's no need to call anybody out. I don't want to hear later about how somebody told their mom she's a liar because of something I said. Okay, let's just skip all that. Okay, great. Let's go on to the big lie. The big lie goes like this. Anything is possible. Does that sound familiar? Of course it does. A lot of people say it. You've heard it. You've heard smart and dependable people, people that you trust, say this. But it's not true, and we all know it isn't true. Here's the truth. Some things are possible. Some things are not. For example, it's possible to run a four-minute mile. Not everybody can do it, but there are some who can. On the other hand, it's impossible to run a one-minute mile. I can't. You can't. Usain Bolt can't. It's possible to swim the English Channel. It's not possible to swim to the moon. Not even Gertrude Ederle, the first woman to swim the English Channel, could have done that. It's possible to get a date with a supermodel. I mean, don't get carried away, guys. Yes, it's possible, but we still have to talk about probability and a whole bunch of other stuff. But it is possible. On the other hand, it's not possible to get a date with Cleopatra. See, because she's dead, right? Okay, so we can all agree running a four-minute mile, swimming the English Channel, and dating a supermodel, those are all possible. Running a one-minute mile, swimming to the moon, and going out to dinner with a lady who's been dead for 2,000 years, those things are impossible. Okay, but wait a minute. What if we're using the word possible in too limited a sense? Let's try a little thought experiment. Let's go back in time 200 years. It is now the year 1818. What if in that world somebody asks you whether it is possible to fly in some kind of machine all the way across the Pacific Ocean? Or what if they ask you whether it is possible to have a face-to-face -face conversation with someone hundreds of miles away? Or what if they simply ask you whether it's possible for a doctor to revive a patient whose heart has stopped beating? Now, in our world, those are easy questions. Airliners and Skype and defibrillators combine to answer those questions in the affirmative. But 200 years ago, when none of those items existed, were those things possible? If not, when exactly did they become possible? For example, when did it become possible to fly across the Pacific? We know the first non-stop flight across the Pacific was achieved by Clyde Pangborn and Hugh Herndon on October 5, 1931. 
So it was definitely possible on October 5th, 1931. But was it possible on October 4th? That was the day they left from Japan. Was it possible on October 1st? Was it possible when the Wright brothers achieved their first flight 28 years earlier? Maybe we can say that a thing is possible if we can do it now or if we can become capable of doing it in the future. So today we could assert that it is possible to send a human being to Mars, even though we've never done that. If we use the word in this way, nothing ever becomes possible. The possibility may be deeply hidden, but it's already there. As we learn, we become more aware of more possibilities and how they can be achieved. In that case, flying across the Pacific, talking with someone face-to-face -face over a great distance, and resuscitating a patient who's gone into cardiac arrest were all possible 200 years ago. We just didn't know they were possible back then. So, wait a minute. What does that do to the scenarios we previously identified as impossible? Well, let's look at them. Maybe, through genetic engineering, we will one day be able to run a one-minute mile. Sounds crazy, but it could happen. Human beings could potentially be given that capability. So that one may be possible. How about swimming to the moon? Okay, now that would require some extremely sophisticated engineering. We're talking way beyond space elevator stuff to somehow create a water channel from the Earth to the moon that a human being could swim. And of course, we'd have to somehow produce a human being capable of swimming a quarter of a million miles. It's hard to imagine how we could ever do anything remotely like that. But that doesn't mean it's impossible. It could be possible. Okay, how about dating Cleopatra? Well, now, this one is going to depend first on whether time travel is possible. But, you know, even if I spot you time travel, this is hardly a done deal. There's still a number of logistical challenges that would have to be overcome. The would-be time traveler who sets out to woo Cleopatra stands a much better chance of being killed by Julius Caesar or Mark Antony or just some random dude with a sword than he does experiencing anything even remotely resembling a date with Cleopatra. So yeah, it doesn't seem all that likely. But maybe it could be possible. We won't rule it out just yet. Okay, let's stop there. I, I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are thinking, for a guy who set out to refute the saying, anything is possible, I sure seem to be bending over backwards to allow anything to be possible. But I'm actually not. My point isn't that any of those things are possible. My point is that we can't yet conclusively say that they are impossible. If we use the word possible to talk about general capabilities and ask whether they can ever be achieved under any set of circumstances, that is about as close to anything as possible as we can get. I wanted to get as close as we can. But it's still a lie, because there's still lots of things that are clearly impossible. For example, logical contradictions create impossibilities. Is it possible to eat your cake and still have it on your plate, uneaten? It is not. Is it possible for this to be a five-word sentence? No, go back and count. That was an 11-word sentence. It can't be a five-word sentence. I can restate it, but the word this won't be referring to the same sentence anymore. Also, it becomes easier to identify impossibilities when we get specific about how and when something is to happen. It may be possible for us to one day send a human being to Mars, but it is impossible for me to go to Mars today using items from around my house to get there. It may be possible that a human being will one day run a one-minute mile, but it's not possible that I will run one in the next week. I don't even think it's possible that I would run a four-minute mile in the next week, possibly ever. Okay, when the Wright brothers achieved their first flight in 1903, it was already possible that one day an airplane would fly across the Pacific. 
but it was not possible for them to fly that plane across the Pacific that day. It comes down to this. In order for anything to be possible, it would have to be true that everything is possible. And not everything is possible. If it were, the word possible would be meaningless. It would tell us nothing. And unfortunately, that's pretty close to where most of us are, not only with the word, but with the whole concept of the possible. We treat it like it's of little or no value. We dismiss it. When we tell the lie to ourselves, it's not an act of encouragement like when we say it to others. Far from it. Sure, we'll say, anything is possible. But somewhere behind that kind of glib statement is the belief that essentially the opposite is true. Yeah, yeah, we say, it's possible, meaning that practically, effectively, it's never going to happen. And that's why anything is possible is such a dangerous lie. Ironically, it gives us an out. It gives us an excuse for disregarding the possible, for setting it aside and not thinking about it, for not really grappling with it and making it part of how we live our lives. And that's a tragedy, because behind the lie is the truth about what really is possible, and that truth is powerful. You might even say it's dangerous. Yes, it's true. I've said it. Not everything is possible. However, there is more that is possible than you have imagined. And in fact, there is more that is possible than you can imagine. That is a fundamental fact about reality. And it is one we need to confront, accept, breathe in, to be ready for the future, to make the most of the future, to succeed in the future, we have to come to a whole new understanding of what reality is. And that begins with throwing out the lies and having the courage to accept what is truly possible. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back again soon with another Adjacent Realities. I'm Phil Bowermaster. Until next time, live to see it. <laughs>